Good evening, dummies. Episode 263. Yes, I called you dummy. Just hang tight. I will explain what that is. Tonight's episode should be a fun one. My name is Matthew Spear. I'm the host of Don't Unfriend Me. It's wonderful to see you tonight. Thanks for being here. By the way, the Facebook ticker is up to 35,201 likes. If you wouldn't mind, hit like, share, and subscribe, and it will make that thing go, and you'll be immortalized forever in the annals of history of Don't Unfriend Me. Tonight, we are covering an interesting topic, the Biden who stole the elect uh, Christmas. The Biden who stole Christmas is the title of tonight's show. You may have seen what's been going on in the media. It's all over the place. Right-wing media is saying that Biden is the Grinch, and it's funny because I wrote this show before all of this dropped two nights ago, but it doesn't really matter. I'm going to go ahead and change some things and make it work, but... They would have made cool t-shirts. We'll see if we can make some. Anyway, folks, let's get to it. Let's get the show started. Quick words of uh, advertisement for the show, and then we'll get right back into it. Hang tight. I'll be right back. Hey, dummies. This is Matt from Don't Unfriend Me. What is a dummy? A dummy is a Don't Unfriend Me. It's an acronym. It's not an insult. So if you hear me say it throughout the show, please don't take offense. Second, if you would do me a favor and like, share, and subscribe, you can find all of my sites Facebook, YouTube, Apple, Instagram, all the podcasts you can think of, and Rumble. Stop on by, say hello. It's at Don't Unfriend Me Show. I would greatly appreciate it. Last but not least, you can go to don'tunfriendme.com and follow my blog, all of my videos there. You can also hit the shop where I've got Don't Unfriend Me gear like this shirt that you can peruse and find something that you enjoy and support the show. All Made in America, 10% goes to Travis Mannion Foundation for every purchase and veterans get a discount. So thank you. There's my quick advertisement. I'll play this before the show instead of doing it live, and hopefully it makes things go faster. Thanks, dummies. I appreciate it. Recorded from an undisclosed location. Always honest. Always direct. So sit back. Relax. Don't Unfriend Me starts right now. Well, welcome again. Thank you for tolerating that. That used to take a lot longer. It'd be almost four or five minutes of me literally doing intro, but we've kind of streamlined it down. No live tonight. We are recorded and uh, everybody needs a night off. And I think I'm going to take one or two nights off a week, but I'm still going to bring you the recorded show. So enjoy watch it at your leisure, riding in a car, watching from afar, or drinking in a bar. It's kind of fortuitous. We're doing Dr. Seuss. The Biden who stole the election. Christmas. The Biden who stole Christmas. The Grinch sneaks into most people's childhoods one way or another. Many kids read about his uplifting transformation in Dr. Seuss's classic children's book, well, that is if Democrats haven't burned them all by Christmas this year. Some families celebrate the holidays by watching the hit 1966 animated film together. Others watch the clinically insane, insane allegedly Jim Carrey when he was actually entertaining. The Grinch was created for several different reasons, and I'm going to go through it tonight. But first, what I want to do is show you a video, two videos to be precise. One is of Brian Stelter from CNN. You know, the fat little roly-poly. He could play Santa Claus if he just wasn't such an impetuous little shit. He decided to go ahead and compare that all Fox News anchors are saying the same thing. And that would be 
expected considering they all work in the same location. But what if literally every newscaster across the country, even the small mom and pop news stations were saying the same thing? I've done a show on it, but I have some examples of CNN doing the same thing about Russian hoax and collusion and prostitutes and P-tapes and all the other things that they got onto the bandwagon to go ahead and spread disinformation. Pot, kettle, black, and unfortunately, Brian Stelter ate the kettle. Handle and all. Here we go. The Biden who stole Christmas. Christmas has come early for the anti-Biden media. You'll get your Christmas presents next year. From the network that brought you the original War on Christmas. Some far-left folks want to diminish Judeo-Christian tradition and rename the Christmas tree the holiday tree. Comes a sequel inspired by the commander-in-chief. Thank you all very much. The GOP highlighting that line on social media as incredibly complex supply chain concerns exacerbated by a global pandemic are being boiled down into a simple holiday tune. We begin at the White House where the administration is trying to protect the president from being the Grinch who stole Christmas. If that sounds familiar, it's because another host said the exact See, this shows you just a couple of things. One is that liberals and the, and the Democratic media have absolutely no sense of humor whatsoever. They are literally treating this like it is Russian collusion or it's a situation in Syria or the Ukraine or killing 13 people and leaving our troops behind and Americans behind to be protected by Taliban security forces in Afghanistan or it's the border crisis or it's inflation. But this is just good humor. They're just making a joke. And if you can't rib the president of the United States, there's something wrong. Now, I understand that there is a correlation. These things are happening and Christmas is going to be different than it was in any recent memory. But the fact that they are comparing this to some sort of Obama gate or pizza gate or uh, spying on Americans or Iran-Contra hearings. My Lord, it's a joke. Loosen up. You could literally put a piece of coal up a Democrat's ass, and in two weeks, it would be a diamond. It's incredible. Same words one hour earlier. Uh, now to the White House, where the administration is trying to protect the president from being uh, the Grinch who stole Christmas. It's like an annoying Christmas carol stuck on repeat. Fox is repeating this notion of Biden ruining Christmas. Grinch has nothing on these people. The fact is, the Biden administration has broken our economy. Laura Ingram even showing cartoons. So now we're going to get to the CNN pieces, MSNBC, whatever. The point is this, is that you're going to see the exact same thing. And this is the hypocrisy of the media. But they are actually talking about something that is pretty darn serious. Let's listen to it. Something that is impeachable. Something that could be removing the president or putting him in jail. Not literally comparing him to a cartoon fictional character. Super, spread, super spreader events and giving Russian disinformation, spreading Russian disinformation. Disinformation that he knows to be fabricated and supplied by a foreign intelligence service. And despite the warning, he's still doing it. You have said this entire thing is so obviously a Russian plot. It's sort of a, a crazy quilt at this point, uh, uh, which has all the hallmarks of, of, of Russian disinformation. That said, it, it wasn't for lack of trying. Rudy basically functioning as a Russian asset by pushing Russian disinformation. CNN reported on Friday that U.S. authorities are seeing if those emails we just talked about are connected to an ongoing Russian disinformation effort. Huh. Huh. 
Brian Stelter wouldn't know news if it sat on his face. Make sure to watch my episode where I just basically broke him down to nothing. But folks, here's what it comes down to is whatever the media says, whatever leftists say, it's usually something they're guilty of. I was uh, prefacing that the Grinch was created for several different reasons. Well, the first reason was because they were actually trying to combat holiday consumerism. Many know the book's famous line from the Grinch's uh, revelation that Christmas, quote, does not come from a store. This is no accident by author Theodore Seuss Geisel, a.k.a. Dr. Seuss. Many of Geisel's books feature broader messages, such as environmentalism and taking personal responsibility for your actions. <laughs> Isn't that interesting? The Grinch emerged from Geisel's frustrations of the over-commercialization of the holiday season and witnessing people overspending and fixating on materialism. Hence, he penned the Grinch's discovery that it was not gifts, but togetherness, the Who's celebrated each year. The next reason he created it is that the animated film existed because of World War II. Too old for the draft during World War II, then 38-year-old Geisel joined the famous filmmaker Frank Capra's Signal Corps that made movies supporting the war effort, and the rest is history. The third reason is Frankenstein's monster voiced the Grinch, and it wasn't really a reason why he did it, but he wanted to make sure that the Grinch was really sour and, and there was a lot of drudgery, melancholy, and, and that he was just a horrible, sinister person. Geisel placed high priority on the voicing for the animated film because of this, especially for the Grinch. He agreed to the sinister purr of Boris Karloff. He was famous for his roles in monster films, such as Frankenstein's Monster in 1931, a truly intriguing tale and one that has been passed down from generation to generation. This story is, everyone knows the Grinch and the Who's are always watching closely for any sign of his return to steal Christmas. Three pretty cool facts and three uncanny parallels in today's world. Now, there have been ads created, cartoons, and words abuzz that Joe Biden stole Christmas and is indeed the Grinch. Biden is currently battling multiple challenges at once, with the biggest crisis at the moment being the supply chain and his ratings plummeting down the toilet. Coupled with inflation, things aren't looking good for American shoppers. Former President Donald Trump released a new attack ad on incumbent Joe Biden on December 5th, where the focus is on the economy and today's crisis Biden is facing. And I am here to take it even a step further. This isn't as cut, as cut and dry as it seems. So with a little investigation, this is what I found. With the first point, the Grinch was created to combat holiday consumerism. For years, Christians have been screaming from the rooftops that Christmas has really lost its meaning. Attacks on coffee cups, the inability to even utter the word Christmas without potentially offending someone is always looming and the commercialization of the birth of Jesus into a glowing ball of red, green, and gold that looks more like the Strip in Vegas versus the humble abodes in Bethlehem. Now, this isn't the first time a president has mounted an offensive on Christmas. Well, at least, not at least like you think. George Washington's crossing of the Delaware River, which occurred on the night of December 25th through 26th in 1776 during the American Revolutionary War, was the first move in a surprise attack against the Hessian forces. But this battle has been going on for a lot longer than just the current Grinch in office and his not merry band of elves. The war on Christmas begins around the same time each year when stores start peddling plastic Christmas trees and giant Santa Claus inflatables 
depending upon which media talking head is speaking, the war is either a subversive effort by left-wing liberals to erase all traces of Christianity or a historic right-wing attempt to force religion down every American's throat. But most people don't realize Christians battled one another the holiday centuries, battled one another over the centuries long before the media kept this war on Christmas in the headlines. Despite the commercialization of Christmas, it was still considered to be mainly a religious holiday for much over the 20th century. Over the last decade or so, secularists, humanists, and atheists began more vocal about the separation of church and state. Multiple lawsuits were filed by private citizens, the ACLU, and other organizations against federal and local governments to remove nativities and other Christian symbols from public places. Legal action has also been taken to remove Christian references, songs, and word, and the word Christmas from school plays and programs. Many Christians, however, consider this an attack on the freedom of speech and religious freedom. They assent America was founded on Christian principles, and Christmas is a federal holiday celebrating the birth of Christ. So Christian Christmas displays should be left alone no matter where they reside. At least that's the argument. This struggle has been ongoing and now is close to a generational fight against religious persecution. And although the cries of the left destroying Christmas and the right being the saviors of the holiday might seem myopic, it really has come down to just that. As Dr. Seuss created the Grinch to combat holiday consumerism, his truest intention was to get back to the meaning of the holiday and leave the materialism behind. The Grinch himself had nefarious motives to be sure and wanted to steal Christmas by removing everything that resembled the rituals or represented the event itself. Enter Joe Biden. If you can't stop Christmas, then the next best thing would be to remove our ability to effectively celebrate the holiday, no matter how synthetic it has become, by limiting the flow of consumer goods, travel, businesses open, day-to-day -day operations, and of course, a healthy dose of fear with mass mandates and more variants than there are 12 drummers a-drumming. As I explained before, the animated film existed because of the impact World War II had on our country. More importantly, the tomorrow was taken into account over the today back then. America was not going to be able to sustain two world wars across the ocean from each other. Shortages were created on purpose, rations, consumptions, gas hoarding, war bonds, and most importantly, a healthy dose of fear that our failure to comply would hurt the effort and ultimately leave Germans roaming the streets of America. With China looming over Taiwan and stances returning to Cold War era geopolitics today, Russia on the verge of entering the Ukraine, amassing on the border, the Taliban re-emerging into one of the largest standing armies in the region, open borders with unknown groups entering our sovereign soil, Iran challenging our navy and Israel to the brink of war, we find ourselves in yet another terrifying coincidence between the fictional Dr. Seuss and the justice-fake Joe Biden. America appears weak and indecisive, and the stomach for war has long left this nation. Democrats are braining home a large box of complacency wrapped in fragility, and all of us will have to take a giant bite, just like Mrs. Baumgartner's fruitcake that nobody wants year after year. The chemistry is right, the recipe is set, and with two out of three ingredients collected, the, sure, the third should complete the masterpiece that is the resurrection of the Grinch who stole Christmas, a.k.a. Joe Lumps of Coal Biden. 
The last thing needed for his unholy concoction is the Frankenstein monster voicing the Grinch. Now you may ask, Matt, how in the hell are you going to bring this all together? And what does Frankenstein have to do with Joe Biden? I'm so glad you asked. With Frankenstein, most people think that Frankenstein is the name of the monster. Well, that isn't the case. He does call himself, when speaking to his creator, Victor Frankenstein, the atom of your labors. He is also variously referred to as the creature or fiend, the demon, the wretch, the devil, the thing, the being, and ogre in the novel. But the real Frankenstein is, in fact, Victor Frankenstein, the reanimating lunatic who has a penchant for corpses. Hey, I'm not going to judge. Necrophilia is a dying art. Rimshot. Anyway, Dr. Fauci is the modern-day Frankenstein. From his psychotic experiments, his unrelenting grip on the throats of the villagers, the fear he creates around variants, and things that go bump in the night. Remember, it is Fauci who gives us permission to celebrate Christmas, if he chooses, but only if you have the vaccination, and his little brainless puppets regurgitating his words like necrotic reanimated lumps of flesh with no compassion, logic, or deductive reasoning to speak of. Oh yes, the voice of Frankenstein's monster has indeed completed the trifecta and summoning of a greenish furry ghoul who has one thought in mind, to steal Christmas out from underneath us. You also may ask where Max the dog is. You know, that little dog with the antlers that he stapled on his head. You know, the faithful accomplice to the Grinch. Well, he didn't make it into this part of the story because Fauci ran horrific experiments on him in a lab. Sorry, Max lovers, you will have to get used to disappointment because a hell of a lot more is coming. As we settle in for our long winter naps and continue to fight over the table scraps left behind from our leaders, remember that this story was written long ago and all of us were warned it was coming. Christmas is just another casualty and a long list of casualties that have never been accounted for or anyone will be held responsible for. Because we didn't watch the signs as one house was pilfered and went dark from the underhanded chicanery that has been propagated for decades against the American people. From endless wars that we did not want, to our voices being quashed by the boot of our elected officials, to the masks, to the mandates, forced compliance, and the systemic and systematic erosion of our Constitution. With every light bulb, with every string of popcorn, to every tree, we are left with cold, empty shells of what our homes once were, just like the dank and bare shelves of our local grocery store. So forget about filling up your sleigh this Christmas. Come to grips with the lack of shirts for Dad, the game systems for Junior, and the My Little Horsey for Sister. And maybe in the end, we can all get something we need this Christmas. Maybe, just maybe, as we do without the biggest prime rib or the most grandiose gifts of extravagance, we remember what Christmas truly means or should mean to us all. The birth of our Lord Jesus Christ and the gift of life he bestowed upon all of us because it is his birth that we are supposed to be celebrating. And no matter how large of a vacuum cleaner the Grinch has, no matter how many bags he fills, no matter how many dreams he steals, we always have our beliefs and commonalities with one another. You just can't steal that, no matter how hard you try. Of course, this show is partially tongue-in-cheek and should be taken as such. But the overall message is loud and very, very clear that the nightmare before Christmas is no longer a fairy tale. It is a stark reminder of what the future holds if we continue to let politicians not only steal Christmas from us all, but our way of life in turn. Whoville needs to stand together for but one reason, to never let anyone steal from us 
ever again. Folks, that's my show tonight. If you loved it, great. Like it, share, and subscribe. If you didn't, well, suck it up and come back tomorrow. Hopefully, it'll be better for 264. Once again, I will go out like I always do with the Veteran Crisis Hotline, 1-800-273-8255, press 1. Very important to me that all veterans are taken care of, especially during this time of year. 22 take their life a day. Because of traumatic brain injury, PTS, anxiety, and depression, it is all too real. Veterans need a place to go. This is where they can call. If they won't make that call, reach out to me. Sometimes veterans can talk to veterans. I'll be more than happy to help. Last but not least, they can go to my website at don'tunfriendme.com and click on the VCL link and be connected free of charge. 100% anonymous. There's no fear of their active duty. None of this will be reported. And lastly, if you are not a veteran and you're suffering from any type of mental illness or you're just feeling down for the holidays and things aren't going well, reach out to that number. They will take care of you as well. Folks, thank you so much for watching. Don't unfriend me. Love each other. Take care of each other. We will continue to make these episodes as long as you continue to watch. Remember, you can love me. You can hate me. We can agree. We can disagree. Just don't unfriend me. Have a good night.